Good morning, everybody watching. It's good to be with you here on this Wednesday morning here. So welcome to the live meeting. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome word. I really believe it's something that God really wants to speak to the church and to you. So um, please share this message. Let the message go out. I believe this is something that God is speaking to the world, to the church, to those who believe. All right, so hello, beautiful wife, my beautiful wifey, Lene. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, Harki <laughs> All right, everyone watching. Uh, right, I'll greet at the end again. Remember, if you have any prayer requests or testimonies, please post them so that we can, you know, hear of what God is doing. And so that we can agree with you for your breakthrough, whatever it is that you need. God works even through social media. All right, so please, prayer requests and testimonies. It's good to post them. All right. Okay, so I want to start reading in Psalm 27. <clears throat> so I want to start reading in verse 5. It says, For in the day of trouble... He will hide me in his shelter. In the secret place of his tent will he hide me. He will set me high upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. In his tent I will offer sacrifices and shouting of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to him. Okay, so in the day of trouble... He will hide me in his shelter, in the secret place of his tent. Will he hide me? He will set me high upon the rock. Okay, so the King James, in the time of trouble, shall he hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me? He shall set me upon a rock. All right, so there's a rock which is Christ. And that rock is the foundation that we are built on. All right. That rock is our, is our anchor. It's the, it's the place where we need to dwell. It's the place where we need to live. Right, so I want to just quickly read out of Exodus chapter 33. And um, then we'll continue from there. So Exodus chapter 33. Okay. Verse 21 says, And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place beside me, and you shall stand upon the rock. A place beside me, and you shall stand upon the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. So he was high on the mountain, on the rock. But God hid him in his pavilion. God hid him in inside a cleft in the rock and put his hand over him and until he has passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. So we've spoken about the revelation of that. Um, it's the suffering of the Christ and the glory that should follow. So he was only supposed to see the glory that followed the suffering and not the suffering in itself. So um, I want you to, to see that there's a place beside God that he has reserved for us. And that place 
is on a rock. And whenever there is trouble, God hides us in the cleft of the rock. All right. So let's just go to Matthew chapter 16. All right. So in verse 13, Jesus is speaking to the disciples. He says, now when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they answered, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you yourselves say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I tell you, you are Peter, a large piece of rock. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not overpower or be strong to its detriment or hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind... On earth must be what's already bound in heaven, and what already is lo loosed on earth must be what's already loosed in heaven. King James says, whatever you uh, shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you shall loose on earth, loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. All right. So I want you just to see this. Um, Jesus Christ is the rock. You can see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 also it, when they were... They went through the waters of baptism with Moses under the cloud and through the waters, the walls of waters. It says they were baptized into Moses and they went into the desert and they drank from the same spiritual rock. Now, remember, uh, the rock in the desert was cleft open and the waters gushed out. Okay. And it's still there. It's Mount, Mount uh, Horeb. Uh, in Arabia, not on the Sinai Peninsula, but in Arabia. You can see the videos on YouTube for it. Everything is still there. The pillars of Moses is still there. The place where the water is still there. The cleft in the rock is still there to this day. And you can see how the waters, you know, smoothed out the rock as it gushed out. of. It's still, everything is still there and it checks out. So, um, all the tourists that climbed the mountain in Egypt, it's not, it's not the right mountain. But anyway, um, so there at the cleft of the rock, it said they, were, they all drank the same spiritual drink from the rock that followed them. So yes, there was that rock, which was the physical rock, but there was a rock that followed them wherever they went, and the rock was Christ. So we, we've spoken about this so many times. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, Paul also says, uh, like a master builder, I've laid the foundation, and let no foundation be laid other than what is laid, which is Christ. So the foundation is Christ. The rock on which we build is Christ. And that rock is a source of living water. All right, so we need to be building our lives on the rock, and the rock is Christ. So we need to hear the word Build our lives on the word, act on the word, do the word. I'm, not, I'm speaking about the teachings of Jesus. I'm speaking about the word, all the revelation of the word, which forms 
the basis of your life, the, the, the thing that you, that you act by and that you live by, which causes your life to prosper, even in times of calamity, which causes you to be unaffected by trouble in the world because you are hidden in the cleft of the rock and the rock is Christ and that rock is the revelation that is in the word. Right, so in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says, uh, oh, I'm in Matthew 6, sorry. Matthew chapter 7. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock. Okay, so the rock is Christ, the rock is the word, the rock is him. It's a place beside the Father and he hides us in it. Okay, so we are clothed by the word, we are clothed upon. All right, so it says who built his house upon the rock. So that is, you hear the word and you do it. And that's what James chapter 1 says. He says, uh, in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive the word which rooted and implanted in your heart, contains the power to save your soul. But be doers of the word and not merely listeners to it. For he who, is, um, who listens to the word but doesn't do it is someone who betrays himself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. But someone who is an active doer shall be blessed in his doing. Okay, so we need to hear the word, but you need to... Obey the word, with other words, yield to the word that the Spirit speaks and act on the word. Build your life on it. You need to do it. Okay, so if when the Bible speaks of certain things of prosperity, so I mean a quarter of, of the word is about is prosperity, uh, speaking on financial prosperity. So um, we need to pay attention to those things and act in faith and do it. And we will stand on a solid foundation, and then we are not shaken. All right? So Haggai chapter 2 says, God will bring a shaking. Also quoted in Hebrews chapter 12, I will bring a shaking, so that that which can be shaken will be shaken, and that which will remain will remain. So this happening right now is a shaking, and we need to uh, realign everything and build our lives on the rock, which is the word. Okay, he says, and the rain fell upon the, and, and the floods came, and the winds blew against that house, yet it did not fall because it, it had been founded on the rock. So it doesn't mean that when the shaking comes, you won't feel it. You will feel it, you know, but maybe not as much as someone else. But there's a place in him where you don't feel it. There's a place, there's a place reserved in Christ where you don't even know there's a shaking, where it's, where you are so protected from it. So what I'm saying is, don't feel bad if you feel the shaking now. Know that the, you will come out of this better and stronger because all the, all the stuff that is, that is not of God is just removed. But um, we continually build our house on the rock. But even if you, uh, if you don't feel it, there's more. Even if you do feel it, there's more. There's a place inside Christ where you do not feel the shaking, where you do not feel the floods coming, where you do not feel the winds blowing, where you don't know that there's a storm because you are hidden in the cleft of the rock 
and you are safe hidden inside him verse 26 and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a stupid foolish man who built his house upon the sand you see there there's there's the the wise man building on the rock hearing doing the word there's the foolish man not doing the word so you, there you have galatians chapter 3 all over again you foolish galatians who has who has tricked you who has uh, deceived you to go back to the law so the law is not the rock christ is the rock the new testament the gospel of jesus that is the rock jesus crucified that's the rock the rock is definitely not the law and your works of the law that's the sand because it, it's, it's practiced by the natural seed, which is the sand of the sea. And not by the spiritual seed, which are, which are the stars of heaven. Those who are on the rock are high elevated above the sand. And they are close to the sun. They are the stars of heaven. But those who build their house on the sand is those who, who trust not in the arm of the Lord, in the strength of the Lord, but those who trust in their own knowledge, trust in their own abilities, and trust in their own arm. Do you see there? Same thing, same as in James chapter 1. If you're a doer of the word, you will be blessed in your doing. If, you're, if you don't do the word, you betray yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Okay, it's the same thing in Jeremiah chapter 17, where he says, Most blessed is the man whose delight is in the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the water, and um, he will bear fruit in his season, and his leaves will not wither. His leaves will be for the healing of the nations. And when the heat comes, he will not feel it. Do you see the difference there? But most cursed, cursed with great evil, is the man whose trust is in his own arm. He will be like a dried up shrub in the desert, standing alone with nothing. <laughs> okay, so these two images is the same thing that he speaks of here. We need to build our lives on the rock. We need to let our roots go deep into the, into the fruitful uh, soil with a... With a um, water the river of life flows and be a tree planted we need to be at the rock where the water gushes out and and brings life to the people okay so it's a it's a supernatural thing it's a place in christ it's a place hidden in the cleft of the rock under the shadow of the almighty so there's a shadow in the rock in the cleft of the rock and god hides us in there and if god hides us in his shadow nothing can touch us nothing he hid he hid Moses in the cleft of the rock in, in Exodus chapter 33. And whatever went on outside, God protected him from it. He didn't want to see him. But the aftermath of it, he wanted to see the glory that follows, the suffering of the cross. So when you trust in Jesus Christ, uh, when you trust in the cross and the sufferings that he went through, you don't go through those sufferings. You don't go through everything that Jesus went through. Is there persecution in the world? Yes. Is there suffering in the world? Yes. Does it mean that we will never suffer? No. But what I'm saying is, those sufferings are not from God, but if your trust is in God, even when those sufferings come, He puts you in the cleft of the rock and He hides you, and you don't even feel it. You know, I remember this testimony of this uh, Arab man. Uh, this, he was a Muslim, but he, he, he became a Christian, and he was persecuted. Well, he was in Egypt. And, um, and some of the Muslim people burnt his body with cigarette butts. I don't know who saw the video. Niku says he also saw the video. And he says when they burnt him with the cigarettes, all he could feel was Jesus hugging him. 
Jesus holding him, Jesus hugging him. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So he didn't feel when the heat came. Literally, it came. So, do I make little of persecution? No, I don't. It's horrible and it needs to stop. And we need to pray for those who are persecuted. But Galatians chapter 4 says, those who are born of the flesh will also always persecute those who are born remarkably by the promise and by the Holy Ghost. So, uh, we need to be built on the rock, which is Christ, hidden in the cleft of the rock. And it doesn't matter what comes against us. You are on a solid foundation. Your house will stand. And those who do not build this, their house on the, on the rock, when the wind comes, when the shaking comes, when the storm comes, their house falls apart and they are left with nothing. All right. So I just want to continue reading here in Matthew 7. It says, um, it says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great and complete was the fall of it. Right, so the same storm that caused people to fall will not touch us and we will remain afterwards. So this is a word for the church. Remain on the rock which is Christ. After this thing is blown over, you take over. After this thing is gone, you take over. Your, your market share will be greater if you're, if you're in business. Because all the people who've been backstabbing you, all the people who've been, who've been trying to cut you short and trying to, to do stuff and block you here and block you there, all those people that tried to destroy you, not doing what Jesus said. So you did what Jesus said, they are against it. All those people, their houses will fall in the same storm that doesn't touch you. Okay, so guess what? Afterwards, all, all, the, all the business is yours. All the blessing is yours. And God will lift you up, those who are built on the rock, which is Christ, as a demonstration and as a testimony of his goodness and the fact that his word will stand and is tested and tried and remain forever. His word says, if you build your house on the rock, doesn't matter what storm comes, you will be fine. Your house will stand. It will not fall. Those who are against you, those who are against Christ, who don't believe, doesn't do what Jesus said, it will just fall. All right? So if you, if you feel that things are falling, just stand on the rock. Just stand on the rock now. Just stand on the rock. It's, it's not too late. Just build your whole life from today on the rock. Just anchor yourself in Christ. Just hide yourself in the cleft of the rock now. Find your refuge in him. All right. So I want to just quickly jump to Psalm 91. You can't speak about this stuff and not, not speak about Psalm 91. So Psalm 91 is a psalm of Moses, not a psalm of David. And Moses wrote this psalm having had the experience of being hidden in the cleft of the rock, having had the experience of seeing the uh, the pattern for the tabernacle, he was the one that built it. He was the one that made everything. You know, so so he he came down and says, "This is the way the tabernacle should be," because he saw the vision on top of the mountain on the rock. So he he had the higher experience than someone who would just enter behind the veil. Okay, so he he put the veil there. So that's something. <laughs> okay, so Psalm 91: He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, 
So that means hidden in him, in the rock. Hidden with Christ in God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. So there's a shadow in God. And we need to be on the rock and under the shadow. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God. On him I, re- I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then he will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. His truth, his faithfulness. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots, and slanders of the wicked that flies by day. Don't worry if people speak behind your back. Don't worry if people slander you. You shall not be afraid of it. All right. Nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. It shall not come near you. So it's not God's heart that anyone should fall. It's not God's heart that any of the thousands fall. It's God's heart to bring protection, but it it gives protection to everyone who hears his word and does it. Because the power of it is is in the word. And he said it. Those who build their lives upon the rock, they are the ones that will experience it. Okay? So he gave the word to everyone. So we are free to believe the word and build our lives on it. Okay, verse 8. Only a spectator shall you be yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place, there shall no evil befall you. Uh, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. For he will give his angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. Okay, so the angels will, will protect you, will accompany you, will defend you, will preserve you. Okay, so God will send his angels to be around you, to help you in all your ways. They shall bear you up on their hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent shall you trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him him on high. You see there? Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high. High upon the rock. High upon the spiritual mountain. Because he knows and understands my name, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him, no, never. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So God wants you to be delivered from anything that stands against you, and God wants to honor you. With long life, Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? All right. So I want you to know this, that when the word of God is your anchor, when the word of God is your foundation, nothing can, sh- can shake you, nothing can shift you. God even makes you a refuge to other people. 
if you make God your refuge, if you make God your dwelling place, you became a manifestation of everything that he is and everything that he represents. And you become a manifestation of all that God is to others. And you become a refuge to other people as well. All right. So um, I just want you to go to Isaiah chapter 32. Isaiah chapter 32. Okay. All right. So Isaiah chapter 32. Behold, a king will reign in righteousness, and princes will rule with justice. And each one of them shall be like a hiding place from the wind. So now you become like a hiding place from the wind, and a shelter from the storm. Now you become a shelter from the storm. Like streams of water in a dry place. Now you become someone who's like a rock gushing forth streams of water to those in the desert. Like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. Do you see the picture of the mountain with the cleft of the rock there and the water gushing out? To those who turn to them. So you become like that to other people. Verse, verse 3. Then the eyes of those who see will not be closed and dimmed. And the ears of those who hear will listen. And the mind of the rash will understand knowledge and have good judgment. Lord Jesus, we need this for our time in Jesus' name. The mind of the rash uh, will understand knowledge and have good judgment. And the tongue of the stammerers will speak readily and plainly. So, oh man, I don't have time for this, but there's so much to say about this, this stammering lips and, you know, speaking in tongues. There's a lot of scriptures about that. <laughs> so, if you're praying in tongues, you will speak the word of the Lord readily and plainly. Okay, so the fool, the unbeliever, and the ungodly will no more be called noble. So the fool is the one who does not do what the word of Jesus says. The fool is the one who builds his house on the sand. The fool, the unbeliever and the ungodly, will no more be called noble. Nor the crafty and the greedy for gain, said to be bountiful and princely. So I speak of all the corrupt politicians that steals the mouth out of their own the food out of the mouth of their own people they are the ones whose house is about to fall mark my words the house is about to fall the house built on the sand there's a shaking right now and the house built on the sand will fall this is the word of the lord the house of corrupt politicians will fall worldwide the house of corrupt politicians that's built on the sand will fall. There's a shaking happening right now. Okay. But the house built on the rock will stand. And the wealth, the laid up wealth of the wicked will find its way to the just. This is the word of the Lord. All right. So you will, if you are uh, built on the word of God, if you stand on the word of God, if your house is dug down deep upon the rock or you high you're high on the mountain, on the rock, which is Christ. You become like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. You become like a hiding place from the wind, shelter from the storm, streams of water in a dry place. All right? So, uh, like uh, Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, you are Peter. So you now become the rock. And on this rock, 
That means someone who has the revelation of who Christ is, someone who has Christ inside, someone who is saying what Christ is saying, and someone who is doing what Christ is doing. On this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. All right, so may you... Uh, build your house on the rock. May you stand on the foundation of Christ the rock. May you dwell under the shadow of the Almighty, you know, the shadow of the, of the cherubs. May you hide in the cleft of the rock under the hand of God. May you just be blessed in everything that you do. The, the way things are supposed to be right now is the church is supposed to soar and fly high. The church is supposed to prosper in a time where everything else is shaking so don't be afraid to prosper there's prosperity all over even if all the financial systems crumble you will soar and fly high because of the word of the lord and the laid up wealth of the wicked will come to the just so in jesus name if you have a business let your business prosper now by the grace of the lord jesus christ if you uh, whatever your circumstances i don't care what bad news you got today in jesus name you will prosper in this time. You will be blessed. You will prosper in Jesus' name. You will be blessed and you will prosper in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray for this grace to come to the church. Everyone who hears and, and, and receives this word in Jesus' name, you will be blessed in this time. And God is stretching out his hand. Rely on the strength of God and the power of God and not on your own strength. You build your life on the rock in Jesus' name. You will prosper and you will not be shaken by circumstances. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So um, uh, I just want to greet a few people. I just see, um, I just want to start here from the top. My beautiful wife, Lene, isn't she amazing? And my beautiful mother, Rosa. It's good to see you. Lekker, Mati, is it to see Lisa, bless you. May you be blessed in every aspect of your life. Okay, hello, Benny. Pastor Benny, bless you, man. And uh, Lazan, bless you. That's all the names that's, that's on here. Maybe there's some el someone else that, that saw and never com uh, commented. Um, and maybe you watch this after the live broadcast. May you be blessed also. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Thank you for watching. May this word be an encouragement to you. In Jesus' name. Amen.